Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Hey everybody, and great to see you uh, see this camera again. And uh, what a great time to be alive. There's never a better time than right now to be alive. Um, we just spent yesterday moving house, so we are now in recovery mode and um, enjoying being in our beautiful home again. It's just like we said to each other this morning, it's like being in heaven. And heaven is going to be such a uh, relaxing place to be where there's no more challenges and struggles with, with uh, temptation and struggles with with challenges coming our way in quite the same way. Well, who knows what God's going to got for us up there, but I'm sure there's no devil and no hard times. And we've been living in a construction zone, and now we're moving back into a house that is done. And that is a massive difference. I can just feel this weight lift off me. And that's the same way that the same feeling that happens as we as Jesus lifts our burdens off us lifts our guilt, lifts our worries off us. And I want to talk today about staying mentally fit and healthy because we're talking in a series today about finding joy. And one thing I've enjoyed seeing is lots of people out exercising uh, in lockdown. In fact, we've been living across the road from an oval and it's amazing how many more people are exercising and out walking the dog and just sitting there on the oval and having fun with family and friends on the Oval in lockdown as opposed to any other time. Suddenly everyone wants to be out, and it's great. It's a good thing to do. I hope you're doing it. We need, as physical beings, we need to get out, get some fresh air, get some vitamin D from the sun, and uh, enjoy being out in God's creation. He's given us the uh, creation to enjoy and to be blessed by. And, And those two colors, blue and green, are the most peaceful, relaxing colours that our eyes can see. So we've got to make sure we're seeing a lot of those. But we're talking also today about spiritual fitness, mental health. And uh, just as for our bodies, we need diet, exercise and rest in good quantities, a balanced diet, plenty of exercise, it's vigorous exercise, And also we need rest just to be able to sleep and to take a day off every week where we're not worried about meeting any targets, but we're just enjoying life. In fact, today I just felt, listening to Mitch sing, I just felt like, wow, I I really want to enjoy celebrating my faith, my salvation in Christ. It's a great thing to do on a Sunday, just to enjoy my salvation and just to love the fact that God loves me and just focus on that today, it's a wonderful thing. But why not do that every day? Anyway, our spirits and our minds also need the same three things. They need diet, a good balanced diet. They need exercise and they need rest. And God invites us to do all three things, to keep our minds and our spirits fit and healthy and strong. Take that first thing, diet. Now, the other day I was up on a ladder. I, there was a beam in front of me. There was a big drop underneath the beam. I was up balanced on this ladder. It wasn't my ladder. I had a foot on each side of the top. 
on steps there, and I was trying to attach a moving object to the wall and to another moving object as well. And I found that as I started to look at these moving objects and trying to drill and work out things, that the movement was harder and harder to detect. In fact, it fooled me into thinking that I was moving. And so that moving object, it was a petition, started to make me think that I was moving. And so I made adjustments and then I realised those adjustments almost led me to fall because the moving object was not strong enough, was not solid. And it wasn't until I took my eyes off the moving object and onto the wall, the solid wall. In fact, I had to grab it at one point just to make sure that that is solid. That is not moving. I can trust that I'm not moving. And I can see now that the, it's that partition that's moving, not me. And it was affecting the way I was thinking. And we can, if, if we don't have a, our eyes on something that is fixed, immovable, solid and reliable, something that is true, we can, find, we can make adjustments in life that are based on moving things around us. The circumstances, the news that we're hearing, they're, they're all moving objects. That's why we need God in our life as our anchor to keep us sure of what is right and what is wrong, keeping us sure of what is moving and what is solid. And we need that desperately. We need a balanced diet to keep our balance. And a balanced diet includes obviously reading the Word of God, making sure we are across that and making sure every day that we're reading a chapter and meditating on that. And that's reminding us of what is solid and real. But we also need to make sure we're listening to the right things. You know, when we listen to things that we have no control over, like the news and some other issues, we can start to get that imbalance in our minds and in our thinking. And the planets are all orbiting this big thing called the sun. You take the sun out of the equation, the planets have no orbit. If the planets spin off and do their own thing, Life dies, moving away. In the same way, God needs to be the center of our universe all the time. We need to be constantly referring to him, constantly letting his light and heat color our world and to guide us. We've added an extra light, a couple of lights here at uh, this location. And you, if you go back six or seven weeks when we didn't have these lights, you'll see there's not as much color in our videos. You add the lights and you bring out the colors. And God is constantly, need, we need constantly to be referring to him and letting him be the center of our orbit. As soon as we start drifting away and letting other things become the center, then we get imbalanced in our thinking. It's amazing to me how many people who seem quite rational and normal are going down all these wacky rabbit holes of conspiracy theories and they're becoming so obsessed with them that they're becoming knocked out of orbit as Christians. And even strong Christians, they want to talk about this issue all the time. You know, there's, there's, uh, these vaccines are causing this problem. We're all going to be robots. I'm thinking, no, you have lost the plot. Get back in orbit around Jesus. Get back in orbit around God. It's God, keep the main thing, the main thing. And Jesus is the main thing. 
You know, God created everything through Christ. And then Christ revealed the, the mystery and the plan, the eternal plan of God to the whole world. And then everything in creation will bow its knee before Christ. God will put everything underneath him. Christ is the main thing. And we must keep him central all the time. Amen. We must keep him, our, our orbit around him all the time and constantly referring to him, bringing back him as our central thing. I know someone became a Christian at a music shop and uh, his whole life was turned around. And I spoke to a non-Christian, uh, his non-Christian boss about it. And he, he said, oh, yeah, it's great that he's become more centered. And I thought, yeah, but around what? He's become centered around Christ. And we need to keep Christ as central. Make sure your diet is balanced. You know, I love our men's group because there are guys there. We have some disagreements about things. But we we have a, a diet that listens to different people's opinions. Make sure that you're not just listening to the same old bubble voices on social media or Instagram, whatever you're listening to, YouTube. Because YouTube will keep feeding you the same, same, same. And it's not healthy. Let's keep bringing it back to God and remembering Him. Everything belongs to Him. The second thing is that we need exercise in our life. You know, it's great to come here and to worship. It's great to worship in our hearts. great to worship in your lounge room. We need to keep exercising worship. We need to keep exercising our spirit by praying. How's that exercise going in your life? We need to keep exercising our spirit by fellowshipping with other believers, making that effort. It's an effort to do it, but it's good for us. If we don't exercise our spiritual muscles, they'll just turn to flab. But it's interesting, you know, when Jesus was in talking about worry, he was talking about uh, look at the, the grass of the field and the lilies. They don't toil and spin, and yet they're so beautifully dressed, more beautiful than Solomon. The last thing he said was, why do you worry, O you of little faith? And he said the same thing to the disciples as after crossing the lake and the storm, and he rebuked the storm when they were in the boat. The disciples were freaked out. They woke Jesus up. You know, Jesus did not wake up at the storm. He woke up when the disciples called to him. And Jesus is not worried about the storms around us. He's not worried about the pandemic. He's worried about you. And we just look to him. And he says constantly, his rebuke to disciples was, Oh, ye of little faith. Because faith is the thing that God's constantly trying to get us to exercise. Exercise faith. Believe God. Trust God. Everything is going to be okay. He doesn't say, Oh, ye of little prayer. Or, Oh, ye of little Bible reading. Oh, ye of little church attendance. Oh, ye of little education. Oh, ye of physical fitness. Little physical fitness. He says, oh, ye of little faith, because he's constantly wanting to bring us up to a place where we trust God, trust in the love of God. The Bible says that we can cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. We, we trust in him. It takes faith to trust God. It takes exercising faith. So we've got a diet of good stuff coming into our minds and we're exercising. We're exercising worship and prayer and faith. They're all those good things, but we're exercising faith to trust God. And then the last thing is that we're entering into rest and we're coming from a place of rest. We're trusting that God is doing all the heavy lifting for us. We're, we're, we're resting in him. 
And uh, when Jesus said, do not worry, he's, he, he's saying, put your worries down and, and trust me. Now, Jesus was one of the busiest people, probably the busiest person. You can imagine, he did all his work in three years, his life work in three years. And there were many, many days where he was, you know, he was out praying and believing and feeding 5,000 people plus women and kids, 5,000 men plus women and kids. And then he'd go and jump into a boat and go across to uh, visit a demon-possessed man and cast the demon out of him and then talk to the people there. And then he'd come back and he'd try to get to sleep, but there'd be, his house would be surrounded by thousands of people, hundreds of people bringing their sick people to him to pray for he, at one point he said, I have nowhere to lay my head. And yet he was the most relaxed person because he trusted God. In the midst of busyness, you know, trusting God and being relaxed and entering his rest and not worrying, it's not about being a lazy person. We can be busy. It's a spiritual thing. It's resting in God's love. We can rest that God loves us. We can be assured that he's going to look after us. In fact, sometimes when we rest our physical bodies, we can, before I sleep, sometimes I can identify a, a tightening, a knot in my calf muscles or something, and I'll stretch that out. And then that muscle needs to be rested. And we need to, sometimes we need to identify what is that thing that we're worried about? What is that, that major worry? There, probably, there might be more than one. And we identify them and we take them to God, we give them to him and we walk away. In fact, sometimes it's good to make it a formal agreement. In fact, I've got a, a section in my phone here where I've, talked, where I've uh, created in my notes a, a, a file called Issues. And in that file, I take things, I write the date, I write the day. And I say, I take this issue, it might be a person, it might be a health issue, it might be some other issue to do with finances or whatever, and I'll write it down, I'll give it to God. I say, on this day, I handed over this issue, this worry, I've handed it to God because he cares for me. And in a sense, when we work and worry over things, God says, that's fine. Do you do what you can? Because I'll sit back and rest. But when we rest and give it to God, God says, thank you very much. Now I will go to work behind the scenes, doing things that are way beyond your, your power. And we, when we rest, we're giving God something to look after for us. So I've got this file here and I lay things down there. So I gave it to God. It's very tempting to go back and, and worry about it. I want to pick that up and think about it. But we just keep saying, no, I've given it to God. I don't have permission to pick that up anymore because it actually belongs to God. That worry is God's to look after now. Does that mean you don't go to the doctor or you don't have that surgery or whatever? No, it just means that I stop worrying about it. It's God's issue now and I'm at rest. Just the other day, uh, my brother and sister and I had to sell my father's house and I convinced them, no, we won't use a real estate agent. They want... It was going to be about $30,000 paid to a real estate agent. And I said, we can do that ourselves. And they needed a bit of convincing. And then I said, okay, look, if it's not sold in two weeks, we'll go to a real estate agent. And, uh, and I went and was showing the house. I was being the real estate agent. And it got to a week and a half and there was a little bit of nervousness. 
And then it got to the day. Well, actually, at that point, a week and a half, I said, okay, let's put a date. We, we advertised to all the people who'd come and seen the house. On this day at 5 p.m., we make a decision. That's the last we hear about it. Well, on that day, it got to 4 o'clock, and I was worried. And so I went to pray, and I was trying. It was an exercise of faith. I was trying to give it to God. I trust you, God, with this thing, that someone's going to want to buy this house. And then I kept wanting to come and bring it back. What if they don't? Oh, I've got to think about it. What can I do? What will I do next? And I started worrying it over. And then I'd push it away. I was walking around the Oval on Dixon just half the time pushing away to God and half the time wanting it back. And then I said, no, I, I give it to you. This is not mine anymore. It belongs to you, God. And I just want to thank you. All I could, I got to the point where I was just saying, God loves me. God loves me. There's a psalm that says, resting in his, in his unending love. I mean, his unending love. I'm just trusting in your unending love, Lord. You love me, Lord. I trust you. I trust you. It's not mine to worry over. Well, at five o'clock, by the time I got back to the house, we had that sale. And uh, God cares for us. He loves us. And he's constantly wanting to teach us that we can trust him. How are you going with those worries? Are you able to identify a worry today? And then give it to God. Put the, today's date, October the 10th. I gave this worry, this issue, this person to God. And now it's his to look after. Can you do that? You know, that's a good thing to do is to rest. Put those worries down and trust in God. We do that with our salvation. Our forgiveness, our righteousness does not come to us by our own efforts and our good deeds. We are saved through the work of another person who has done all the work for us and gifted us with that. And that's something we do every in every part of our lives. Let's trust God. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.